glad you're here with us this morning, worshiping the Father here outside under the beautiful heaven, uh, beautiful blue sky. Uh, cars are lined up, cars are being parked, and we're going to celebrate the day of Pentecost today outside in the parking lot. So we want you to still, on our internet audience, our online service, we want you to still be engaged, still lock in, still share this with everybody you can share it with because we are about to see God move like never before. I got with me right here my dear friend, Pastor Stephen Curtis from Living Faith. And Praise so we're God. so glad to have him. If you could just blow your horns and just, just welcome Pastor Stephen. Hallelujah. Praise yeah, so we're Praise so glad to have him here with us today. We want to come to you today and we want to really talk on some of the issues that are happening here in our country that's happening in society. Of course, you know, COVID-19 has already been the huge topic of discussion, but there's an, another pandemic that we're dealing with, and that pandemic is racism. And so Pastor Stephen and I, we have come together, we've talked on the phone, and it happened, it, it happened briefly. And, and, and we just thought that this would be appropriate to come together and to fellowship, to talk these things out, to face it head on, we want you all to understand that we are here today Amen. to right. put our foot on the devil's throat Come on. and to, to yes, stomp out racism, yes. to stomp out sin, to stomp out evil in our society. So I'm just so thankful to have Pastor Curtis here with us today, and I'm going to give him an opportunity to share his heart. He called me. He shared his heart with me over the phone. So I said, hey, why not? Let's come together and let's, let's bring our, our, our members together, our congregations together to, to give the devil a black eye today on the day of Pentecost. I actually had the opportunity to go over to his service this morning yes. to do the exact same thing. Amen. And I'm telling you, it was powerful. So I want you all to tune in. You know, you can't say amen, just blow your horn. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're so thankful yes. to have him. So I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Stephen and let him share his heart with us. And so you all welcome Pastor Stephen once again. Pastor Will, I am so grateful to be with your church. I tell you, I've always been inspired by the, even the name of the church, Restoration. You know, in Pentecost Sunday, in Titus chapter 3 and verse 5, it says that we have been saved not by our works of righteousness, but we have been saved by the regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And that's what you guys do in, in, in the restoration that I feel in this place. By the way, to your entire team, everybody, thank you for your welcome and your love. I feel like your brother and sister in Christ, and that's what we are. And you know, uh, Pastor Will, I just want to share the story a little bit of how God brought us together. Yes, sir. Three years ago, or maybe a little more, we met through Planet Fitness, and we were there working out, and we just began to share, and and uh, and then I be we begin to know we're brothers in Christ, and begin to testify to one another, and encourage one another, and and then uh, uh, maybe a three years ago as well, you come and spoke for our church. Yes, sir. A man did an outstanding job. By the way, when he spoke this morning, I wanted to steal him for the rest of the day and let him preach the whole message. This <laughs> dude took care of it, Amen. and. Uh, and I was just grateful uh, for the way that we had our relationship. And even you and your wife, Blanche, have loved our family and prayed for our family. You've mentored some of my own kids. Yes, and I am grateful for that. And, and it's just been a wonderful experience. But as God brought us into roles of lead pastorship and you, the campus pastor right here, yesterday was a miracle day. Yes, yes. You know, something... 
God brought to my mind that I didn't even share with you until right now was that you had mentioned that God, by the Holy Spirit, had, had put on your heart to call me early yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And you were getting ready, and you were about to call me when you got a call from me. Yes. And that is it just gives chills down my heart and in my spine, knowing that God was working on both ends for this time and for this moment. Yes. But here's another portion. I was just reminded on the way here that as I was thinking about calling you, I was not thinking about calling you right then because I was on the road. If you remember, I was on some side roads, and we were cutting in and out. And I thought, when I get done, I'll call him. I get a text from my wife. I pull off on the side to check it and see the text. And she says, you know, I've been thinking about Pastor Will. Have you called him? Wow. And I stopped right there, and I called him, and we began to have this conversation. And God brought us together. And so he invited me to come be with you, and I invited him to come be at our church and to share this. Listen to me. From this white pastor and member of the community, I'm brokenhearted and I'm embarrassed by the racism and the devaluing of human life of my black brothers and sisters and other people of color and it is a sin. I'm going to call it Come what on. it is. Come on. If any other sin is a sin, racism is a sin. And I am just grateful that while we're here enjoying all of these beautiful trees, and there are all different types of trees, we only call them trees. Come on. And let me tell you, we are different. We need to celebrate our differences because that's how God made us. All the different skin tones, God created us in his image. So we're different, but we're one in Christ because he is our father. He said he's made all of us one. And we are together. And so it is a complete joy of mine. And I'm going to tell you with humility, I don't know where this is going. But I'm going to tell you, I know that we are going to actively engage and show you see, the church is not a subculture. Come on. It's a counterculture. Come on. And yeah. the counterculture says this. There is a better way to live. There's a better way to react. There's a better way to love. There's a better way to respond to people and the social situations in our life. We can do it God's way. Yes, sir. And if it's not God's way, it'll be the highway. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. And I'm going to tell you something. I am grateful, and, and, and this hits me on, on, on many fronts, and one of them is because when we had our conversation and we were able to share frankly with one another, you know, it touched my heart that you have experienced fear firsthand, and you have experienced being pulled over just because of the color of your yes, skin. Sir. And in my own church... I began to hear, and I told you that story. Mm-hmm. I began to hear what uh, a mixed couple in our church, beautiful family, they have a niece that was born. And somebody said, you need to pick up this baby and give an awful word. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's what's going on. And it's embarrassing and it's humiliating. But let me tell you something. That is the world. It's not the church. Come on. Come on. And the church can show a different way. We shouldn't expect the world to act like Christians. Come on. And so instead of getting on our soapbox and beginning to uh, banter back about how we think life ought to be, why don't we be the voice of God? Because the Bible tells us very clearly, yes, we're the, tr- the bell on the end of God's trumpet. Come on. Okay? That's what we are. 
Okay, we're not the voice. I'm not going to speak and ask God to bless it. I want God to give me His Word. Come on. And then, and let me tell you something. We're in a society today. Back when I was growing up, I'm, I don't mind telling you, I'm 53. Come on. I don't mind letting you know that. And I've got seven grandchildren. When I was growing up, people chose their churches based upon the message of the preacher. Okay, if they liked that message, if they liked that style, that's where they would go. It's not that way anymore. People are making their decisions about church by the way we live our lives. And let me tell you something. It's important for us to understand that according to Micah chapter 6, we have a mandate from God. God said this. It is His law that we do these two things. He requires this. This is His requirement. Do justice and love mercy. Yes, sir. Do justice and love mercy. And I'm going to tell you, there is justice. And I don't know. I'm asking for wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'm asking for the power of God to give us direction. Because you, let me tell you something. Academia, knowledge, science, facts, even the way that we understand them, we can go just so far. Mm-hmm. But wisdom only comes from God. Come on. You look in the scripture, wisdom will only come from God. And so I'm praying with my pastor and my friend, my brother, who loves me. And we don't know how this is going to end up, but we know this, that this is not a grandstand on a Sunday morning. But we're going to be meeting this next week. We're going to have some real talks, and we're going to invite other people. You, you, pastors, anyone that wants to be a part of a dialogue that says, how can we get to know one another? Because you know what? Satan operates in fear. Come on. Because when there is fear, we draw back from what we're afraid of. And we bite back at what we're afraid of. Come on. In the very beginning, God said, I'm sorry. Come I'm, on, you, come you, on, come in, on. in the beginning of the whole part of creation, God was asking Adam and Eve, where are you? Come on. And they said, we hid ourselves because we are afraid. They drew back from God. And Satan's trying to get us to draw back from one another. But we're standing right here on this beautiful God-given Sunday morning. And we're saying we're not going to be afraid. And we're not going to hide that our communities are going to come together. Our churches are going to show that there's a different way. I love you so much, Pastor. I thank God for you. And Pastor, all I want you to do now is just go ahead and pray for us. Pray for our church. Pray for, for, for this region, for this country. And go ahead and by all means just have liberty. Gracious Heavenly Father, maker of us all. (laughs) We don't even get to heaven unless we fully understand this. For God so loved the world. Yes, 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 yes. That whosoever will. And that at the end of the day, when we're in heaven, you are gathering together. In Revelation chapter 7, you have said, that a multitude that no man can number of every tribe and nation and people and language will be gathered to worship you and to glorify you. Lord, I just pray for my black brothers and sisters. I pray that you'd give them peace. And I rebuke the fear that they have to walk in that I know nothing about. And I pray, God, that you would give perfect peace in their hearts and in their lives.
Holy Spirit, I pray that my white brothers and sisters will show a repentance and a show an awareness. And Lord, let us not just be vocal. Lord, I don't want to just worry that I'm not silent. I want to worry that I'm not still. That I want to be active. You said we would show our faith by our actions. And I just pray, God, that we would act according to your word, that we would be your children. And Lord, I thank you for the presence and the power of Pentecost that I feel in this place. And Lord, your word is so very true that the first message that was given in other tongues, the word was said that it was heard by devout men of every nation and tongue and kindred and language and people from every nation on the earth was there. The very first word from the Holy Ghost was to everyone. And Lord, I pray right now that we would be followers of Christ, not followers of man. And Lord, I give you glory and honor and praise. And let this church be just raised up as a beacon of light and hope in our community. And may our churches band together to show our community that there is indeed a better way and it's in Jesus Christ we give you praise and glory and honor and majesty you're the king of kings and you're coming back and we look for you today in the precious mighty name of Jesus we say everybody honk out amen hallelujah now come on let's worship the father come on praise team let's worship the father hallelujah Come on, Internet audience, let's worship the Father. He's the King of kings and He's the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise the Lord together. Come on, let's exalt His name. Come on, let's lift Him up. Come on, let's lift Him up. Come on, let's cover living faith in prayer as Pastor Curtis goes back to his church. Hallelujah. He's awesome. He's mighty. He's holy. On this day of Pentecost, come on, let's let fire fall from heaven. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Do what only you can do. Heal only with the way you can heal. In Jesus' name. Good morning. Good morning, Restoration, both at home and on campus. Um, it's good to see and know that you guys are here. We just want you to celebrate with us. It is Pentecost Sunday, and we are here to celebrate the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Come on, clap your hands. Say they were in. They were in.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together this morning. Or if you're in the parking lot, honk your horn. Let's give God some praise this morning. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be lifted up. Hallelujah. We are going to draw to him. He will draw near to us. Hallelujah. 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 
Well, again, welcome to Restoration Church, Restoration Family and Friends. You know, when they said take the church out the four, the four walls, we were not kidding. We are literally outside the four walls, amen. Even though we're on the parking lot, our praises are going to go up, and you know what? The blessings are going to come down, amen. Hallelujah. So once again, we just welcome you all to Restoration Church, where you can believe, belong, and become everything that you were meant to be in Christ. And we want to do that, help you do that step by step to where you know God, find freedom, discover your purpose. And when you do all of that, you can do what we're doing right now. Go outside of the four walls and make a difference. Amen. So that's what it's all about. For our Internet audience, if this is your first time joining us, we want to welcome you. Glad you are here. Go ahead and put in the chat section, whichever social media platform that you're on. Just type your name in. Um, who's uh, looking with you, how many other people are with you, so we can shout you out. So we definitely thank you for joining in. And for all of our family and friends that are on this parking lot, we love you all and we thank you all too. And we pray that you will hear something, hallelujah, that you will hear something that will just bless your socks off today. Amen. Hallelujah. And while we're at it and while the spirit is still high and the weather is good, you know what else is really good? It's a good time to give right now. Amen. Hallelujah. So it is time to give. We have several ways that you can give. We have the text to give option. We also, you can give online at rnwa.org. We also have the traditional envelopes. Uh, for those who are watching from home, if you want to send it in to the church, you can do that. Also, to our family and friends that are here in the parking lot, uh, we will give some envelopes to you, and you'll be able to... Um, so your, your gift of offering to one of our, our, uh, our ministry team. And also, a new feature that we have to all of you cash appers, we have Cash App. And for those of you who want to use Cash App, you can use dollar sign restoration NWA. Amen. So those are the four ways that you can give. And we thank you in advance for your giving. So at this time, we are going to do our offering confession. For those of you that already know it, we're going to say it together. For those of you at home, it should be your, on your screen, and you can join us doing that as well. So on the count of three, one, two, three, as we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessing and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs that I might have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Once again, good, good morning, Restoration. We're just going to come in right now, and we're going to just give a word from the Lord today. Although we know it's, it's Pentecost Sunday, we're celebrating the name of Jesus. We're lifting him up out here outside in the, in, the, in the nice warm weather, the beautiful sunlight. And we just want you all to know that, that, that we're so glad that you're with us today. We're so glad that you've driven up 
and you've came in to, to, so that we can see your faces right here on this Pentecost Sunday. We're so glad that you're all joining us. And again, if you, if you want to say amen, say it by blowing your horns. Amen. Hallelujah. But this don't drown me out. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the message. Amen. I guess I should have did this beforehand, seeing if I can see technology out here in the sunlight. Amen. So we're going to make it do what it do. Hallelujah. So I want you to go ahead and, and turn with me to Acts. Acts chapter 1, verse 9. Acts chapter 1, verse 9. Hallelujah. Again, this is Pentecost Sunday. I'm going to start in the first verse. It says, in my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from, from time to time, and, and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive, and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. John baptized with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, so when the apostles were, were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be witnesses telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, in Fayetteville, in Springdale, in Rogers, in Lowell, in Bethel Heights, in Bella Vista, in Missouri, wherever you may go, you will preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Throughout the world, we are to preach and teach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, in spite of what we're going on, what's going on in today's time, in spite of what we're facing in today's society, through COVID-19, through racism, God has called his people together to do a work, to not just, just, just talk about it, but be about it. So it's time for us to open up our mouths as people of God. We shouldn't see color in the sense of, of, of saying, I'm colorblind. No, you're not colorblind. You see color. But we shouldn't be so focused on color that we don't see the character of a man's heart. We don't see the character of a woman's heart. It should not be about looking at a color and determining what type of person they are because of the color of their skin. But we're so thankful and we're so grateful that God sent his son to love the world, that he gave his only begotten son, and his son came into the earth to do a work. And guess what? There was, there was, there was uh, injustices happening in Jesus' time. There was things going on in Jesus' time. But the thing that Jesus knew, Jesus knew that he had a mission. He knew that, that, that what God put him in the earth to do, he had to carry out that mission. He had to stay focused on the mission at hand. And so that's what we as people of God, we must do. We must focus on what God tells us to focus on. Yes, cry out for injustice. Yes, speak against it. Black, white, red, yellow. Everyone speak against injustices because, because evil is just that it's evil. It's sin. It's sin. It's sin. It's sin. And it's not of God. 
And so it's time for the people of God to rise up. I'm not talking about the churches. I'm not talking about a physical building. I'm not talking about the religious folks because the religious folks are the ones who killed Jesus. The religious folks are the ones who persecuted Jesus. So I'm not talking to religious people. I'm talking to sons and daughters of God. Those who love Christ, those who are followers of Jesus Christ. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you should stand up. You should open your mouth. You should be a witness in the grocery store. You should be a witness on your job. You should be a witness wherever you go because God is in the waiting. We've been in this series on reset. And reset has been something that's been just, just, just running through my mind day in and day out. Until our internet audience we want you to understand that you have a purpose, that, that God has a plan for your life just like he has a plan for our life. Although you, don't, you may not be here physically, you're actually still a part of this, this, this fight. You're a part of this community. And what I mean when I say fight, we're in a spiritual battle. We're in a fight to do what God has called us to do. Let me, let me make, it, make sense to you all. Construction sites are not pretty. Construction sites, you know, you might not know what's going up. I know every single one of us, we've driven by a construction site. And we're like, what are they building there? Well, what's going on there? We never understand what they might be putting together until it's finally complete. But the architect, the one who drew up the blueprints, they knew exactly what was being built in that moment and in that place. And that's what's happening right now. There's chaos all around us. There's things going on all around us. There's things that are happening in our society today, and we may not understand it, and we may ask the question, why? We may ask God, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why is this taking place? Well, God, he did not cause it to happen, but he know he's going to use it for his glory. And even when, even when, even when damage and calamity takes place, God is still going to get the glory out of every situation because he's building up. He's putting things together. He's building up his kingdom. He's bringing people together from the, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And on the day of Pentecost, when they gather together in the room. Come on, hear me. Hear me right here. When they gather together in the room, Jesus told them. He instructed them. He said, wait. He said, wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And when he told them to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit, as they begin to wait, it says it was like fire that came in the room. And the fire came in the room so strong, it was like tongues of fire. And people began to speak in other tongues. And, and they were so loud, like I'm being right now out here in this open air, I'm being so loud that someone will hear a noise and come running, saying, what is that noise that I hear? And people began, began to run out from, from all over the place to hear what noise was going on. And once they got there, they, they, they saw and they heard people speaking in their own language. So that leads me to believe that the people that were speaking in their language wasn't necessarily the same race that, 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 that they were. Because it was 120 people speaking in different languages. And other people that came running that was outsiders, that was foreigners, they came and they said, how can this be that I hear you speaking in my language? Well, God has one language. God has one language, and that language is love. That language is love. That language is forgiveness. That language is peace. That language is to speak what he tells us to speak each and every day. 
Stop getting so caught up in what you see in the media. Stop getting so caught up in what you see on social media. Stop giving your opinion. Give the word of God. Stop giving your opinion. Show the love of Christ. Stop giving your opinion. We all have an opinion, but, but that doesn't mean nothing if it, doesn't, if it does not line up with the word of God. And so I just want to come and admonish you all today that on the day of Pentecost, when they came together under one accord, the Holy Spirit came in. The Holy Spirit showed up. And the Holy Spirit is here today to heal broken hearts, to remove burdens and destroy yokes. But we have to line up. We have to get past our feelings. We have to get past our, our mindsets. And that's why we've been talking about reset. Reset. And, and, and what, what the message today is, he's working in the waiting. He's working while we're waiting. He told them to go wait. And while they were waiting, he was working. So guess what? While all this chaos is going on around us, God is still at work. God is still moving. God is still blessing. God is still raising up a group of people. And he's giving people with a voice. I, I keep seeing people asking the question, where are the leaders? Where is the leader? We need a voice. We need a voice. We need a leader. Well, you might be that leader. Get in your prayer closet. Get in the presence of God because God is speaking. But are we listening? God is moving. But are we, are we taking the proper steps? And I was listening to a, to a pastor speak the other day, and it, and it resonated so strong in my spirit. We always hear the story about the Good Samaritan. And you read that story, you hear that story about the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan, how when this man was beaten, this man was wounded, this man was destroyed, he was cast down. Thank you, sir. When he was destroyed, the priest came by. And the priest saw him, and the priest had to walk around him and walk on the other side of the road because he didn't have time. He had too much going on. So he had to just go walk on by the, the, the wounded man. And then comes the Levite. Levite comes walking by. That Levite comes by, and he didn't have time to take care of the wounded man. And so, so, so these two people who are supposed to love God are supposed to be men of God. They didn't have time for the wounded. They didn't have time for the hurting. They didn't have time for the man that needed help. But here comes the good Samaritan. And the good Samaritan picked the man up, put him in his car, bandaged him up. I know I'm changing it up a little bit. He put him in his car. He brought him to church. He brought him to his home. He gave him a good meal. He took care of him. And he said, if, I, if there's an extra debt that is owed, I will pay it when I return. But you take care of this man because this man is one of God's children. And so how many of us will stand up? How many of us will step up to, to take care of one of God's very own children? I don't care who they are. I don't care what they look like. I don't even care what they've done. And that's why we're here. We represent the name of our church's restoration. And it's not about a building. The name of our church's restoration. We've all been restored from something. And this is a place where you can belong, believe, and become all that God intended you to be. And I want to just admonish each and every one of you that are under the sound of my voice and those of you that are in, on our internet audience, I want you to understand something. That in the times we're living right now, 
This, this right here, it, the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. All of this has happened before. Pandemics have happened before. Injustices have happened throughout the ends of the earth. All of this stuff is going on. But I'm going to tell you something that we all need to understand. That if we're not walking in love, if we're not walking in forgiveness, if we're not opening our eyes to see the bigger picture of what God is wanting us to see, we're going to miss out on this moment. We're going to miss out on this movement that God so wants to bring into the earth right now. He's doing something so amazing, so miraculous. The Bible says when the people, uh, the people came together on the day of Pentecost, he said the, that the Holy Spirit swept in. And when the Holy Spirit came in, miracles, signs, and wonders followed those that believe. And I believe today days times that miracles signs and wonders shall happen in this this day and this time we've seen miracles we've seen signs and we know that God is still doing that today so I'm just so glad that we're out here under an open heaven for the world to hear the message of Jesus Christ because he is the ultimate fixer of the problem he is the solution to every problem. There's people that are depressed right now because of what's going on. There's pre people that are lo losing their lives because of what is going on. There are people that are committing suicide because of what, are, what is going on. There's also people that are angry. There's people that are frustrated. That are, there are people that are so mad that they want to take action the wrong way. But that shouldn't be for the people of God. That shouldn't be for us. We're different. We're peculiar people. We're a royal priesthood. It's for the church to stand up and be the voice, be the hand, be the feet of Jesus. It's for his sons and daughters to rise up and stand together in unity. So I just want to leave you with this this morning, that you might not know Christ right now. You might not made a decision to give your life to Jesus Christ. But I'm telling you, you're, this is not by accident that you're here right now in this moment. It's not by accident that, that, that we're out here today on the day of Pentecost. It's not by accident that we're sitting out here and there's people walking on the trails and when they're listening, they might keep walking, but, but a seed might have been planted. It's not by accident. This was an appointed time. And God's been dealing with your heart, and you didn't know what it was. You didn't know what you were dealing with. You didn't know what you were going through. But, but, but there's been just a sense of uneasiness in your heart. And I want to admonish you today that if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you this opportunity, even those of you that are watching online, this is your opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. Because he's working. He's been working. He's been working this out in our favor for a long time. And at the appointed time, at the right time and in the right way, God is in your business right now. He's in your heart right now. He's, he's stirring some things in your heart right now. And you might not know him, but, but, but I, I, I just want to pray with you and I want to plead with you to get to know him today. And if you want to know how to do that, we do have ministry partners that will put something in your hands so we can connect with you. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you're watching online, I want you to type in the letter A for salvation. If you say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ right now. I want to make the decision today to give my life to Jesus Christ. And if that's you, I want you to type in the letter A. If you're out here 
and you say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you're in your cars, I want you to just lift your hands, raise your hands outside of your car window. If you're standing on the walking trail, I want you to lift, lift, just lift your hands, and one of our ministry partners will put something in your hands so that you can fill it out and we can connect with you. Because it's about us loving one another. The world is going to do what the world is going to do. It's not about politics. It's not about the, 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 the president. It's not about Republican. It's not about Democrat. It's about Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can get us out of this, out of this mess. He is the only one that can save us from ourselves. Because the Bible tells us to lean not into our own understanding. He said in all of our ways, if we acknowledge him, he will direct our path. So I want you to just, if you're here and you say, I'm ready to receive Jesus Christ, I want you to just go ahead and lift your hands. Lift your hands outside the car window. Lift your hands if you're on the walking trail. If you say, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I want you to just go ahead and lift your hand right now, and we'll put something in your hand. And again, if you're on our internet, you're a part of our internet audience, I want you to go ahead and type in the letter A for salvation. And next, if you know Jesus Christ, you have made him your Lord and Savior, but you know you haven't been doing what you know you need to do to walk alongside him. That you might have run off and, and, and left him behind because you wanted to do it your way. But you said, I'm tired of doing things my way. I'm tired of going, going in this circle. I'm tired of living my life the way I've been living my life. It's time for a change. It's time for a reset. It's time for me to, to get back in right standing with the Father. If that's you, I want you to just go ahead and lift your hand. I want you to go ahead and type in the letter B if you're on the internet, on our internet audience. Type in the letter B. Hallelujah. We got a hand over here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, type in the letter B if you're ready to get back in right standing with the Father. God is here to heal you everywhere you hurt. Where there's confusion, where there's chaos, God can bring the peace. God can bring the love. God can bring the comfort. If you're here right now and you say, I'm ready to get, get my life back in right standing with the Father, type in the letter B or raise your hand. And last but not least, if you want to come to a great church and you want to make restoration your home, we would love to have you because this is a place where there's no judgment. This is a place where we're all being restored from something. There's a whole lot of exes here. There are ex-convicts. There's, there's ex-prostitutes. There's ex-drug addicts. There's ex-liars, uh, cheaters, stealers. There's ex-racists here. And we love you because God loves us. And so who are we to hold you in contempt of your past and of your wrongdoings and God forgave us of our wrongdoings. So if you're here today and you say, I want to make restoration my church home, I want you to go ahead. If you're online, type in the letter C for church membership. If you want to just get more information, I want you to just go ahead and lift your hand. You want more information about our ministry and you say, I want to become a ministry partner. I want you to go ahead and just raise your hand. But I'm just so thankful today for what God is doing in the lives of the believer. I believe that God is really working right now 
in the hearts and the minds of men and women of God. Not churchgoers. Again, I want to re reiterate that. Church people are the ones who crucified Jesus. The Sadducees and Pharisees are the ones who are jealous of Jesus. But sons and daughters, true followers of Jesus Christ, they got in the fight. They waited on the Lord. And the Lord filled their hearts, filled their minds, filled their mouths with the very thing that he wanted spoken in the earth that very moment, in that very hour, in that very season. And now I want to make it plain to you all. This is something that we have to understand. Bring it down just a little bit because I want you to hear this and hear it clearly. When the Holy Spirit came in the room on the day of Pentecost, after they left the room, they went right back out into persecution. Think about that. When they left the room, persecution still happened. They still had to run in hiding in some places. But the Bible also said, God added to the church daily. One, one day he added 3,000. And the next day he added a, a few other thousand. And he continued to add to the church when the people of God were being persecuted. So don't be so caught up in what's happening and what's taking place in today's society. Don't get so distracted. Yes, it's happening. Yes, we should speak out on it. But follow the leading of God. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit on how you personally should combat injustice, how you personally should com combat sin and evil. Because it's not about black, it's not about white in the eyes of God. It's about sin and it's about righteousness in the eyes of God. So I want you to understand that God loves us all. He created us all. And there's no, no big eyes and no little U's. It's all one in Christ Jesus. We're all one. We're all on an equal playing field. So I want to say to my black brothers and sisters, don't see yourself as less than. And I want to say to my white brothers and sisters, don't see yourself as, as greater than, and don't see yourself as, um, don't see yourself as somebody who we see as evil. We're not against one another. We should be there for one another. We should love one another. We should lock arms with one another. And we should all be against sin. We should all be against evil. We should all be against the very thing that is trying to divide this nation and trying to divide this world. So if we come together as a body of believers, even the politicians will have to get in line. If we come together as a body of believers, because it's not about evangelical. It's not about Baptist. It's not about Pentecostal. It's not about Presbyterian. It's not about Catholic. It's about Jesus Christ and him crucified. It's about us coming together under one mind and one accord. Because God said he blesses unity. Where there's unity, he commands the blessing. When we're all united, there's nothing that can penetrate. So we want to say to you all, we love you. God loves you. And until we meet again, go out and make a difference in the earth.
Go out and do your part. Stop buying into the, 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 the rhetoric that's going on on social media. Stop posting things and, and, and showing the, stop posting all of that stuff that you see every time somebody else shares something. Stop sharing it. Because if you're sharing it, all you're doing is just stoking the fire. Post scriptures. Post the love of God. Post the word of God. Post, post positive things that's happening. I bet you, most of you won't even share this today. Share this today. That's what we should be sharing. We should be sharing what God wants us to share, and that's his love. Yeah, we know injustices are there. Yeah, we know that there's sin happening all around us. So why share it? Listen to me, Internet and audience. You don't have to share it. Stop clicking the share button on negativity. We know it's there. We know injustice is happening. We know that things are happening that we don't agree with and we don't like. So why are we sharing it? If you eat some bad food, you're not going to share it with somebody else. You're going to throw it away. Am I right about it? You're going to throw it away. You're not going to eat the bad food and then share it with somebody else unless you just hate them. That's the only way you would share it with someone else because you hate them. But when we know the love of God, we'll do better and we'll share the love of God. Hallelujah. So again, we just thank you all for joining us. Those of you that are on the walking trail, we're so glad you stopped. We hope and pray that God has met you right where you are right now. Those of you that are in your cars, we're so thankful that you joined us today. Please, please, please go make a difference. Hallelujah. Internet audience, we're so glad you joined us. Thank you for stopping by. Please share this video. Let the world know that, that we are, are better together. We are more than the world that, are, that, that is against us, and we have to do our part to share the love of Christ. God bless you. God keep you until we meet again. Amen.